right. Well, it's November 19, 2018, uh, just a little bit before 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. And we're, uh, we might have a guest on today, uh, be Travis Goldie maybe, and uh, Kevin Harris. Kevin, who has been arrested up there in, in Connecticut doing a, a banner thing on the, on the street, uh, sign waving and stuff like that. And now they're charging him with things like disorderly conduct and other other charges. I'll let him give you the information because he knows it, and we'll take it from there. Okay. And I still, I also saw, on the, I, I think on the weekend that the uh, the Jersey boys, they did the, they did one of those Patrick little things. They taped their mouths up. They carried signs through the town that said uh, it's okay to be white. And it was pretty long, so I, I didn't watch all of it. Uh, I didn't see any incidents take place. I think somewhere toward the end, and I lost signal, in it, so I lost the video. Uh, some couple of Jewish guys gave him a hard time. And uh, so they were out there active on the streets. There's all kinds of things going on. Well, Illinois now has a, has a great plan. Uh, if you want to leave Illinois, you're going to tax your assets did you take out of the state? Because they don't. Yeah, Chuck Schumer made the same proposal. I don't know, maybe a year ago, for people who are leaving the United States. If you don't leave the United States, you can, they're going to tax. And I think his proposal was like forty percent of your asset. They did this in South oh. Africa. Yeah, uh, I know three people. No, no, I know three people, three couples that left South Africa. One left early enough to be able to get their assets out of the country. Uh, the other two had to cast their their assets, gems and gold, into either the keel or the hull of the boat to be able to get it out of the country and, and dug it out once they got back into the states here. Yeah. So that's, these are the same things that are, these are the same things that are going to happen here. That's why I say you know owning property is risky business because they. Look what they're doing to the farmers in South Africa right now. They're taking the land away with no compensation. So that's that's the kind of things you can expect. I did a little read it again on the uh, decline and fall of the Roman Empire, and and they realized. Now pay attention to this. To how how much it parallels where we are right now. Donald Trump was was all for the veterans all for giving veterans choice in the hospital system, just fired 3,700 VA workers because they were doing a terrible job. Well, so he's taking care of the military. Well, that's the same thing that the Romans were doing in about 250, somewhere around there, A.D. The military had been bought off so many times that any time a new emperor or a new Caesar came in, well, they had to pay the military more money. It got to the point where the military had so much power that anybody didn't do what they wanted to, they killed them. Same kind of thing. So they they played into the hands of the military back then. Same thing now. The Army has failed to reach its recruitment goals. So now there's people talking about making it more lucrative to join the Army. Give them more money. Just like Rome. So these things parallel in history in many, many different areas, debasement of currency, that happened in Rome. People, people walking away from their property because the taxes were so high, it was just cheaper to abandon the property than it was to stay and pay the taxes. 
Pay attention. Well, that's just nuts. We yeah. got uh, we got Rich New from New York, and uh, I believe Patrick is uh, with us here. I'll bring I'm Rich on because I think Rich might have something to do with those uh, Jersey Boys thing, and he also knows Kevin, so he can mm. give us some background information there. Okay. Good morning, guys. It's Rich from New York. Hey, Rich. Jimmy? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Uh, I was there. I was there with the Jersey Goys. Uh, we did our thing for about 40 minutes. Um, we got out of there safe. Uh, we had a couple Jews. One spit at us. One yell at us, telling them that they do want to replace us, that we're pretty much filth. Um, we had a lady follow us around for about 40 minutes, actually, taping us, recording us, trying to have people recite violence on us, like, you know, screaming that we're white nationalists and, you know, our message is about hate and all the sign says is it's okay to be white. We had duct tape on our mouth. No one said anything to no one. Um, you know, a couple little incidents, nothing off physical, just a lot of verbal, uh, cops are around. They, uh, let us do what we had to do. People tried to, you know, have them uh, arrest us and remove us from Princeton, but they couldn't because freedom of speech and we weren't doing nothing wrong. So that's about it with that. But uh, it worked out great, actually. Well, it ran long, so I, I wasn't able. Like I said, I got really bad video reception here or, or internet reception. So I got. It said that the these Jews came after you at the end of the, the thing, and I, I yeah. couldn't see that. I watch that. It was all over. They, they, you know, at the end, that's when it really started happening. Like I said, we were there for a little bit. Um, you know, but they're the ones that. They had, like, they were screaming at us. There was nothing there that said nothing about the Jews. You know, they're the ones who screaming at us. They're going to replace us, that we're filth, um, they're calling us Nazis, you know, everything, uh, white nationalists, uh, calling us um, hateful people, uh, mutts, um, backyard Indonesian fighting mutts. I have no clue what these people were saying. We couldn't even figure out what half of them was even saying. And uh, that's about it. There's only six of us. It's crazy how six people with signs with duct tape on their mouth brought that, that downtown city to their knees. They, had, they didn't know what to do. Uh, Father Francis, I, I'm still don't, I still don't see this area code on the list, but there are several uh, anonymous. So I'd like to remind everybody, uh, if you'd like to uh, get in the queue, uh, hit uh, star six on your telephone dial or the little uh, Q&A icon at the top of your uh, toolbar there if you're on the internet. Okay, I'm out. Hello? Hello, uh, hello Father Francis. Yes. Did I come hello? through with that? No, I think that sounded like Kevin. Were you? Did you hear my announcement? Hello. Uh, Hello. Yeah, I hear. I heard you say something about hitting star six, Rich. Huh. Okay. And I thought I heard the captain's voice. Maybe not. You heard mine. Who's that talking now? It's me. Doctor Hill. 
That's right. Oh, Dr. Hill. Good morning, Dr. Hill. <laughs> good morning, Father Francis. <laughs> How y'all doing today? Oh, doing pretty good. And it looks like a nice sunny day coming out here again. Yeah, it's kind of cloudy down now. here. Yeah, we were rained on here for days and days. And the ground's so soft, I mean, everything's a mess. Yeah, well, we could use it down here. It's been awfully dry for us until lately. But, yeah, I'm sorry I missed out with y'all last week. I just had a had a, a week of uh, dealing with family stuff. My aunt, uh, last living blood kin aunt, passed away, and uh, she, uh, we had her funeral this past week, so uh, I was kind of tied up with family stuff most of the week. Yeah, I lost my phone, so I couldn't call in. I didn't find it until yesterday. Wow. Where'd you find it? On a bale of hay up in a second, in a hayloft in a barn. Why am I not surprised? Yeah, you know, you're trying to undo a bale of hay, you know, cut the twine and stuff. That's so you right. lay your you phone down. Put it you down. Do you do. Yeah, and then you leave and forget where you put it. That's right. I do that all the time. <laughs> and, it, and it's got a metal roof, so there's no uh, cell reception up there. Yeah, exactly. Well, well. I'm glad you found it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So what's been going on uh, over the weekend with you fellas? Well, we just had the Jersey guys that you heard Rich give a report what they did in Princeton. Yeah, I, I yeah. heard that. Uh, sound like a few of them caused quite a stir. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was pretty quiet off like the first half hour of it or so. I just kind of let the sound on because there wasn't really a lot of action going down. Yeah. But uh, well, let's compare that to the, the the march they did in in Riga, up there in the Baltic states. They had a torch lit parade. It, at one point, it was it, it was maybe an average of four to five people abreast. And they kept on walking through from the beginning to the end to where they started to the end it was five full minutes. Wow. people walking by. That's great. And it, it, very impressive uh, display. Oh, and they, they're they they're against this illegal immigration thing, too. I don't know which one. I don't know if it was Latvia or Lithuania, I think, uh, decided to not accept the quotas that the European Union has told them they have to take in. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, yeah, Eastern Europe is standing up for themselves. They're glad to see that. It's about time somebody did. Yeah. The the western western nations of Europe uh, and Sweden, you know, France, UK, Germany, they they look like they're just uh, dead set on committing suicide. Oh, and how about what's going down there with the caravan? Now, apparently, the the mayor of Tijuana, <laughs> that's the Mexican side of the border, he says that people are animals, bums. He had all kinds of horrible names for him, and he wanted them to get out of his town. <laughs> so, and now they have fistfights in the streets between Mexicans and Hondurans. Mm-hmm. The Mexicans were told them to get out of the neighborhood. They can't go anywhere, so the only place to go is back <laughs> or out of the downtown area. Then they can't make the border crossing. So they're like kind of between a rock and a hard place right now, which sounds good to me. No, and really, they should never have left their home in the first place. Yeah, and the walls going up. Right there in uh, the two places where I always used to cross in. One was Tijuana, San Ysidro, and the other one it was Nogales, Arizona. 
Right. Because I moved from the uh, Baja over to the western mainland of Mexico, and my easiest way back into the States was in Nogales. Mm-hmm. So, and it, it, you know, you ride along that border. I rode all along the border of the Rio Grande uh, at a place called Big Bend. I'm sure that uh, Red and Thatcher will know where that is. Oh, yeah. And as you walk, as you ride along there on the road, you, you can see the Rio Grande. I got out and walked across. It only was up to my calves, below my knees, the whole way. Mm-hmm. So I walked back and forth a couple of times just for the fun of it, and then got back in the car and kept on going on my way. I've often wondered why they named that the Great River, because <laughs> it's really not. Uh, maybe down by Bur- That's another thing. Look at where these people go. These people are taking the longest possible route that they can to get from the Guatemala, uh, the, the Honduras-Guatemala border to San Ysidro, mm-hmm. which is just south of San Diego. That's the actual border crossing. Now, the closest place would be Brownsville, Texas. Of course, would be Brownsville, McAllen area there. Yeah, we're, uh, Los Fresnos, they're all down in that same area. So that yeah. would be the place to cross, but no, they don't do that. They, they, they're picking... They want to get into California because they know California is, you know, liberal land. And that's, that's right. They don't. They don't want to yeah. necessarily get into Texas. Right. So a lot, of, a lot of big developments going on this weekend. Mm-hmm. And we're still waiting for Kevin Harris to call in and give us a report on what happened with him. He actually got arrested. What for? Uh, things like disturbing the peace, um, uh, what I said, maybe, I, I don't really want to give the details because, you know, he knows what the, the charges are. I, I know generally it was for standing on the sidewalk with a banner and right. protesting, you, you know, uh, White Lives Matter, I think. Hmm. And he's been trying to, he's having trouble getting in. He, um, he's tried calling last week. And he doesn't seem like he can get, get into the show. Hmm. That's strange. Mm-hmm. Now, in a good light, if you're pro-life, Ohio, it seems, as their lower house has already passed a bill to ban abortion when a detectable heartbeat can be heard. So that can happen as early as six weeks, I believe. That's right. And exactly. And so if they can detect the heartbeat, then Ohio's going to call that murder. Now how, can, how can a state put a guy in jail, charge him with the murder of an unborn child because he killed the mother and that many killed the child at the same time? So they could give him two counts of murder even though the, ch- <clears throat> the baby was not born. Now a doctor can drag the baby's feet out, turn it around, bring it up, breach and pierce the back of its neck with a pair of forceps and kill it. Well, that's okay. So I guess you've got to be licensed to kill. Apparently so. And uh, so very, hip- very hypocritical. Father Francis, which, yes. area, which, which area code did you say I was looking for? 203. Well, we got a 203. I'm going to unmute him right now. All right. Are you there, Kevin? 
Good morning, fellas. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, um, uh, Father Francis, you, you should also have a 478, which would be uh, Travis. Oh, 478 also? That would be Travis calling in, too. Yep, as well. I think he's I think he's on the call right now, or on hold. Yep. How are you guys right. doing today? Good, Travis. Good to hear your voice. Good time. Absolutely. I think it's been too long, hasn't it? Yep. It's a shame. We're going to make sure that doesn't happen again. <laughs> well, oh. you know, Kevin, give us a moment. What the, what the heck did they charge you with? Uh, multiple. We'll get to that. I'm going to let Travis uh, update real quick uh, everything that's been going on. He'll summarize it quick, and I'll get into that story. I actually have a female here with me that uh, got hit in the highway, so you'll be able to hear from her as well. You know, so, yeah, they were flying the flags, doing exactly what normal activists do, and um, the, no, no, the police came up. No, I'll talk about that, Travis. Update them on oh, okay. the other activism we got going on, everything that's been happening, you know, with all the different states doing this and that, the drops, and, you know, and I'll get to the flag thing right. after you. So that's, yeah, that's pretty much the same stuff that we've been doing, though. Um, but, yeah, so, anyways, uh, we have been in the in the uh, the news even just mainstream news, we did this video the other night. It's pretty impressive. But um, literally about eight states in just the last four or five months. Like, they, they're now to the point where they can't ignore us. Uh, activists are out there constantly hitting out flyers and stuff like that, doing street activism, positive community out- uh, outreaching, of course, and just influencing our communities. And now they can't. They can't suppress it anymore. Like, they don't want to talk about it, but they have to talk about it because the local communities are in uproars about stuff. Um, they had found, like in these last couple of articles, they have found one or two people to complain about it. But thousands upon thousands of flyers were passed out. For instance, in Kansas, over 5,000 flyers were passed out, and they found two sloppy individuals. I mean, these ladies were so fat and sloppy. One had a half-breed kid, of course, so she was biased out the gate. And then the other one was just fat, sloppy, and nasty. And, like, these people called the media, right? And when the media shows up, 30 minutes later, 45 minutes later, they didn't even put makeup on. They didn't comb their hair. They didn't even care about themselves, but they expect us to care about their opinion. They hate White Lives Matters, and that matters. Come on, that doesn't matter. They don't even care about themselves. So, yeah, uh, and right before that, literally just days before we made the news in Kansas, we made the news in Wisconsin, and just days before, or like weeks before that, we made the news in Indiana, then it was Illinois, New York, Rhode Island, it's just been, and of course, Connecticut. So it's just been going and going and going. And usually the movement sees a lot of uh, slowing down in the fall time. And surprisingly, we have seen a lot of people just getting picking it up. People are getting sick and tired of being sick and tired. Angry Americans are starting to just stand up and voice out their complaints. Well, that's a good sign. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. So hopefully this will uh, motivate movements to start doing everything too, you know. If everybody as a collective starts doing this, all the different organizations are doing this, if all of a sudden we could see a real change in this country. Well, and we also have uh, people that drive tractor trailers. So they're hitting state, rest stop, state, rest stop, and they're dropping flyers everywhere, which is why the uh, detectives, the FBI, whoever's investigating, the GBI and all these people, 
they're so confused because they're popping up in so many different states at so many random times. It's because people are downloading the files from us or we're sending them flyers over, and they're all putting up the same flyers. So they're looking at it as like, it, like it's a conspiracy, you know. Some of these people, they drive through 12 states in one day, you know, and they'll stop at every rest stop just to drop White Lives Matter flyers off, you know. And then the cops are trailing that one. They're like, okay, so Kansas just got hit. Why did Georgia just get hit? Why did Indiana just get hit? Why is Iowa just getting hit with the same flyer? Is it the same person? How's this even happening? Is it coordinated? They're trying to figure out, like, you know, they're on some conspiracy level with what's going on. You know, we're just skeptical. I mean, God forbid you say white lives matter and the whole world breaks, breaks into hell, you know? I mean, but, you know, because we're doing it properly, and, of course, they keep chastising our uh, YouTube channel for every video we put up. Uh, I think when Travis put up a video the other day, it was banned within three minutes. You know, the YouTube police were on our stuff. You know, because we can't put out the positive message because we always press the whole fact of we are positive legal activists. We do not support, condone, or promote illegal activity of any kind. And they're mad at that because we're winning people over in that aspect. Um, so uh, I'll discuss uh, what happened. But I'm going to put the female on. She's going to explain this first. This is Lisa, the one who uh, got arrested on the highway as well. Good morning. Good morning, Lisa. How is everybody? Good. Okay. All right, tell them about, give them an intro on how it went down and, of course, then what the 30 charges were and all that. I went on the highway and I had a flag and all it said was um, white pride worldwide. And I was only up there for like three minutes. And um, when I walked down, the flag was already put into my pocket and I was already coming off the highway when the state police showed up and they asked me to stop. And um, Kevin wasn't even on the highway. Um, He was down off on the sidewalk. He was doing videotaping and they had called him over. So when he went around up the corner, they arrested him for being on the highway. And he wasn't even on the highway. And then one thing, so the charges were disorderly, um, breach of peace, disorderly conduct, and then um, like interference with something on the highway, something with the highway. We never got charged with the flag, but the newspapers and everything. Like I even I lost my job because it made they made it out to be like a hate crime because I guess it was just after the election for the mayor in Connecticut, and we had no clue. It had nothing to do with the election, so they made it out like. We were um, being racist, and it was a hate crime, so um, protesting. And, um, but when we went in front of the judge, she even said they were not arrested for the flag, and it's freedom of speech anyways. The only thing that, you know, for being on the highway. But I was the only one on the highway, so as far as, like, Kevin was charged with that, I have no clue. Our bills were ridiculous, um, which I found out that if, to be on the highway, it's supposed to be a $1,500 fine, and they're supposed to walk you off the highway, to make sure you're safe. It's not an arrestable offense. So we both were arrested for being on the highway, and it's not even supposed to, we're not even supposed to be arrested for it. Um, his bond was like, his thing, um, bail was uh, $5,000, and mine was $7,500. Um, and we both were sent to jail. Uh, I went to a woman's prison, because there is no jail in Connecticut for uh, a woman. So I had to go to prison overnight. Um, it's just Where did crazy. you go? Where did you go I overnight? A woman's prison. 
there's no jail for a woman out in uh, Connecticut. So they Isn't that crazy? Without no even being charged or convicted of a crime, she was already being sent to prison. Absolutely. Oh, jeez. Yeah, it's it's crazy. And then um, because of what they said, like, he wound up getting fight. I had um, seven coming at me in the cell. It was crazy. Um, I didn't even know it was in the papers until after I got out. And then work, my boss fired me, and I told her, I said, I wasn't even charged for what they're saying I was charged for. It has nothing to do with the flag, which is being on the highway, but that's not what everyone's saying, and that's not what the paper said. It's, they're saying that it was a hate crime. Yeah, a white, supremac- a white supremacist leader was arrested, and then they attached me with him. And um, like I said, he wasn't even on the highway, so he should have never even been arrested. And it's not an arrestable offense. So neither one of us... By the way, when she says highway, just to clarify too, when she says highway, it's the shoulder of the road, which is actually 100% legal. When you're doing any kind of... Um, demonstration on the public property, as especially with the highway or the ramps and stuff like that, you can't have your flag or your items or you go into the, anywhere near into the road. You also, like even if you got a flag, you have to actually control your flag so that it cannot flap into the road. On top of that, you shouldn't even be into the shoulder. They were on the side of the shoulder of the road doing it the exact same way that they've done these. Uh, if you, everybody's ever seen the videos on I-95, I used to do it down in Georgia, and he would be doing it on the exact same highway, and he would, Kevin Harris would be up there in Connecticut doing it. <laughs> and we could be there for hours. Um, there's been over 200-some videos that Wild Lives Matters has uploaded to the YouTube channel throughout the last five years of us being on that highway alone. So the fact that Today it was illegal, but yesterday and everything else it wasn't. That's absurd. They even quote us in the newspaper article that previous to this, Kevin Harris had actually had cops come up to him before. When me and him first met, the very first time we got together, we went to that exact same highway, and we had a demonstration there also. And we stayed there for hours. And sure enough, when the cops came, they came, they talked to us, and they left. And we were still there flying our flags. Right. It was never an arrestable offense. Yeah, it's not. And that's what I found out. And if they give you a fine, it's only supposed to be fifteen hundred dollars. So for his bail to be five thousand and mine seventy five hundred, that's crazy. And they actually go to like prison and jail over it is crazy. And then when we finally seen the judge, he said we weren't so charged the- for the for the flag that it's freedom of speech, but we both have to do forty five hours, like six weeks of um IOP well, that was the plea agreement. The plea agreement that they were offering them was rehab, by the way, guys, for this. Uh, their three charges were disorderly conduct, misuse of, an or misuse of a ramp by a pedestrian, which I didn't even know that was a charge, but that's and disturbing the peace. So misuse of the highway by a pedestrian is their number one charge that they were obviously focused on. Um, there was no disturbing the peace. Because and disorderly conduct or anything like that, because there was no, there was nothing happening. There was no riots. They said that traffic, quote unquote, slowed. The video that they shot of them standing on the road, you can literally see the traffic, and it doesn't slow down at all. Not at all. Not until they they showed up. They had like eight cops there. Right. So of course people slow down for that. Yeah. But they were not in the highway, on the road, or anything like that. But yeah, like, it's absurd, I, but it's getting to the point where... And they wouldn't even do it. 
But yeah, anyways, it's getting to the point though where anytime people are being active in the community, they want to try to stop that. They want to show that the world's become diverse now, that everything is equalitarian and integrationist like they want, but it's really not that way. A lot of people are starting to get fed up with it. So that's why, of course, even the Southern Poverty Law Center quotes all the time that our numbers are growing. Extremism is growing. Unfortunately, they can't stop it. So now that's when they're starting to make up silly charges like this. Misuse of a highway? Who's ever even heard of that? You know, it's a silly, that's a silly, silly charge right there. Yeah. Well, do you have a – they must have charged you with some sort of a statute number violation. Do you have that statute, or can, can you read what it says? This is the uh, same thing that happened. Go ahead. Hold on. I'm going to go grab the paper, and I'll read it to you. You know what's nice that I like about this call? We have these such diverse accents. We have Dr. Hill with that slow rolling Alabama accent. That's, right. That's right, that hillbilly Alabama accent. Then we got a Jersey boy here and me, and then we got Rich from New York, and now we have this young lady from Connecticut. Now that's diversity. <laughs> that truly is. I'm looking up the on the paper right now. You want a stat? The thing that says statue? Hold on. Yeah, next to the charge, you should have a statue code. Yeah. You'll be right um, next to the charges number. I'm looking. And, and each state has different rules of court and different uh, types of legal documentation. Florida and I'm thinking Illinois both have one that's similar to uh, statutes annotated for Commonwealth statutes annotated. And then if you go into that, if you look that statute up and you start reading what the statute says. I can't read what it says. They're, they're, it's all scribbled. I can't read what you guys want me to read. Like, I'm having Kevin look at it too. He read it. Yeah, there should be a number right next to it. That's all. Yeah, I don't see any number. I just see the docket number, um, my charges, what courts have to go to. Um, oh, that was another interesting thing about that case. They were actually arrested. Now, there's different levels of court, like what you were just saying, uh, Father Francis, um, with uh, Connecticut's law, but they were shipped to the superior court when this should have definitely been something traffic-related. All the, all the charges were traffic violations. Well, again, if you, when we have a hand on a statute, I know the one time I got picked up in Florida, they had three different statute numbers for what they considered a driver's license violation. So they didn't really know what they could make stick on me. So they yeah. put three charges against me for the same incident. And, oh, absolutely. And, so, absolutely. and, and one of them was uh, uh, falsifying documentation. Another one was I didn't have a driver's license at all. And the third one, I think, was an improper driver's license. And so they yeah. had all three of those statute numbers, and you go read them, and then you can you, you can unravel their case, like like up there, and, and the guys in Charlottesville, they yep. could not have been found guilty of malicious wounding because they they did were not of a deliberate and sedate mindset, because of all the agitation that led up to the fight in the parking garage. That charge mm -hmm. never should have even put against those people. It's ridiculous. Absolutely. 
One like with them, disorderly conduct and all that. That again, that never should have been a question either. Absolutely, uh, yeah. The courts do that all the time. Well, you yeah, know, don't you don't have to struggle. With... Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, put Kevin Harris back on and let's uh, let's hear more about the story. All right, here he is. And when when we find that statute number, Kevin knows how to get in touch with me. Yeah, absolutely. That young lady can call me, and, and we'll, we'll, I'll give her the instructions on how she can find this information out. You know, I exactly. can't represent her or tell what what to do. That would be practicing law without a license. Right. However, I can tell her how to do the research, and when she does the research, she'll find out how she herself yep. can go pick apart that charge. Absolutely. And Pat's you know, on here too. We may have some input on this. Same with Daryl up there in Missouri. Daryl has been involved in similar incidents, you know, involving his, uh, his uh, horse and buggy business that he runs. I don't know oh, if okay. he calls it a handsome cab. It's a different – he, he calls it a different name. I don't know the difference between one, you know, a handsome carriage or a trap or, you know, that kind of stuff. I don't know the difference. Yeah. Uh, I'm telling you, I'm looking at the paperwork right now. There is no statute number. But what it says is um, condition do not hold signs on highway. What, what kind of condition release is that? I've never even seen anything like that. There's, there was no, um, besides the docket number, there, it doesn't list the charge. It's supposed to be a statute charge uh, number for each thing that we were charged with, allegedly. There's nothing on here. It says do not hold signs on highway. And everything else is the docket number. Well, see, that, that ain't going to fly. They're going to have to come up with a statute number. And you might, uh, I don't know how you guys uh, handle the stop or anything. Now, if, you're, if, you're, if you have good financial base, uh, you can't re- rely on free court assistant um, attorneys or uh, in, in Florida. If you, if you don't have money, you can either defend yourself or they'll give you a court-appointed attorney. And once that happens, now you have access to all the things like uh, subpoenas, uh, court records, transcripts. You get all that stuff for free. If you yeah. pay for a lawyer, you don't get it for free. Now you're going to pay for it. <laughs> Many times, you, you're, I myself, I would always want to defend myself if I can. Okay. I would not hire Well, obviously, you're going to fight for yourself the best, you know? Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Well, and, you know, like Travis and I talk about, I'm not sure because Lisa's on the phone. Um, I, I know he said how you can find the article. It's not hard. White supremacist, Connecticut, I-95. Okay? Um, you know, you'll see our mug shots, all the weirdo stuff people are saying. We've been striking the comments. Not like it matters, you know. But for them, all right, so somebody's holding the flag on the highway. How does that constitute as giving them 45 hours of drug and alcohol treatment? What's that got to do with anything? That would be like you holding the flag on the highway and telling you have to Yeah, oh, seriously, though. You chuckled. Hey, they really gave him the first, okay, the first day in court, they offered them that as their plea agreement. If they would go to drug classes and rehab, they, which, by the way, they were clean and sober when this, this incident happened. There's no drug charges or any alcohol charges or anything. But, yeah, they said, here, if you just take these these uh, programs here so we can get government funding for these programs, then, uh, yeah, we'll let this go away. Yeah, so that's what they were really offering. And the, the analogy and the equivalent would be, okay, so you're holding the flag on the highway. Um, we're going to require you to take 100 hours of sex offender classes. 
Are you kidding yeah, me? Exactly. Like, <clears throat> not happening. Neither one's related. Exactly. You know, there's, there's no correlation to anything that we were charged with and what's going on in the nightmare situation we're at. We're all getting thrown off our houses now because of this. Oh, we're losing our jobs. I mean, it's insane. This is over a flag that says white pride worldwide. We didn't even get charged with the flag, which drives me crazy. You know, the, the, the biggest thing they had was interference. And as Lisa said, you know, I got charged because they told me standing in front of the uh, state trooper. Second I stepped on the road, oh, you're under arrest. Interference, obstruction, breach of peace. Breach of peace. Okay, first off, why was in my pocket that she was already So, we're not breaching the peace. Okay, uh, this uh, disorderly uh, conduct or, you know, that the guy's with, disorderly how? Why was exercise to exercise not right? So I, I, I don't see where the problem is here, you know, that they're making a big deal. But they are making a hell in handbag to our end, you know, because we don't shut up. You know, we have a right to believe that we weren't protesting, as Lisa stated. We didn't even know the election was going on for our town. We don't care because we're not voting for anybody anyway. They all suck. The state, the state is making it a huge issue, too. Uh, and they, but yet at the same time, they don't want to actually do anything. They literally, the very first time you go to court, we all know how that goes. They give you your bond. The second time you go to your court is when you enter your plea. Third time you go to your court is when they start giving you plea agreements and stuff. The state's already offering them plea agreements, and all they, they <laughs> it's literally the first time to court. <laughs> they, they haven't even entered a plea yet, and the state's already saying here, just take rehab or something, and we're gonna, we're gonna make it so that the government gets funding for this, and uh, you guys get to go home. Like, that's not even how it would be. They wouldn't even be offering the plea agreements right now. They know they have no case. They're just hoping that somebody pleads out to something. Yeah, exactly. And, and, that, and having the uh, statute number not on the charging document, or that, that's probably not the charging document. That's probably something from the cop. Is, is that where you're reading these, uh, these offenses? It's, on? Uh, yeah, the only papers we got were the ones for the for the rehab, and we also got the uh, right-to-appear uh, document from uh, the State of Connecticut Superior Court. I, I could screenshot it okay. and send it to you. you know, not a problem. You'll see what we're looking at. We're looking at Scribble, and like I said, the, the biggest thing on condition release, don't hold signs on the highway. You know, and go to, these, uh, go to the drug classes. Drugs, if it's drugs or alcohol, then it's the breathalyzer right then and there. Absolutely. If that's but they're just, they're, what they're trying to do is make your life miserable. That's what they do. I mean, you know. Absolutely. And just so everybody knows, too, as you become an activist and as you really get into the scene, for all the listeners out there, they do this to people all the time. Like, they will try to make your life hell to make you stop. So they can't force you to stop. But they can force everything around you to get bad. And usually... It's a sad, sad reality, but usually that's enough to make our people just give up and stop. They'd rather live in comfort than actually just be like, no, you can't tell me what to do. And if we just stand and fight and resist, the movement can keep moving. And also, too, for people that I'm sure there's a lot of people that are listening that are going through something similar. Know that you're not alone in this. Always keep networking with the good brothers and sisters that are out there doing the same stuff. Because honestly, it, today is Kevin's Harris, uh, Kevin Harris and Lisa's neck in the noose. Tomorrow it could be mine. 
the next day it could be yours. The point is we all have to stick together. But if we do that, it will give strength and comfort to everybody. And we can march through all of this. But never let the system feel like, the, you know, that they're winning on you. That's Just right. keep on marching. You have That's to right. keep on marching. Yeah, well, it, it, exactly. They, they hope to bring enough pressure and weight uh, on your shoulders to make you go home and quit. Uh, let me of give you course. an example. Uh, I'm facing $100,000 worth of legal fees. I don't have $100,000, but I'm going to find it. They're not driving me yeah. off of this field. I'm going to find what I need, and I'm going to fight this, these things. And this, this is stemming from Charlottesville in 2017. Uh, and that's, that's what they do. They try to make the burden on your shoulders so great that you will simply go home and forget about fighting them. So you're right. Yep. We've got to stick together, and we've got to say no. No amount of pressure that you're going to bring is ever going to make us back down before we win this thing. Exactly. Well, well and, you know, at the same time, you know, by resisting what's it doing to us, which is futile, okay? How many people are afraid now after seeing this article? It popped up in, uh, no, I'm from Connecticut, so I had people on the Xbox and people contacting me from different Facebook pages saying, well, dude, you just made news in Indiana. You just made news in California. You made news mm-hmm. in Maine. So how many people are afraid now that are potential activists that would hold a flag on the highway that will never do it? They'll yeah. probably never hold yeah. the flag again scared to death. The, the title is Leader of White Supremacist Group Arrested During Protest. All right, that's Connecticut Post, written by Dan Tepper, who is a nightmare in Connecticut because he doesn't shut up. He's been harassing my family for about 20 years now, okay? But like I said, when you read this article, you're going to break it down quick, paragraph by, by paragraph, on what they're saying. They're saying we have the right to free speech. Then they're saying we don't have the right to free speech. Then it drives. Were they bringing up stuff from like 20 years ago, Ami? What were they doing? Yeah, absolutely. Because they had nothing else to go on, yeah. Like, if you, if you just look at it as what was really happening, an activist was out there on the highway flying flags. That's not bad. So they had to make the article twist. You know, sure. for instance, like, in, in your guys' case, you guys went to an actual rally or a public demonstration in Charlottesville. Now they're trying to make it so that people are scared to do that. Like, they don't want us to do anything. <clears throat> Just uh, the, the, a matter of fact, two days ago, we were in the news in Kansas for uh, passing out flyers. They don't even want flyers to be passed out in the community. So what can we do now? What they is don't left? Want you, they want you to stay home and do nothing. <laughs> exactly. Yep. yep. That's we, all they want. And that's what most people are doing, unfortunately, because they're scared. And if they can stop the activists from acting and the movements from moving, they can stunt our growth. And literally, they can take over America, which they're actually trying to do. And they're actually succeeding in a lot of ways. Absolutely. You don't, but the more we press I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm just saying, you know, the more we press on as movement, you know, united, you know, I don't care what group you're from. You know, if you have to pay dues, pay your dues, whatever you do, fine. But if we stand united as a front, okay, as a people, when things like this happen, I, I wish after this case that just happened, I wish more people were going up on the highways with uh, white pride flags to press society yeah. and be like, what are you going to do to me, you know? They, they got, Travis, tell them about when we got hit on the highway by the same cop, you know? Yeah, they let us go like, and everything. They, they literally left before we left. You know? yeah, and that was that was literally the exact same location, <laughs> exact same location. In fact, the exact same cop. Uh, well, yep. one of the cops. 
One of the cops that came and arrested them that day was the exact same cop that came the day that me and him were out there on the highway. Well, May I? Was, was yeah, legal it, that? Legal let's now. Pat, let's, let's Patrick come on for a second. He might have some information for you. Of course. Yeah. Absolutely. Patrick, uh, you know, first off, you know, whenever they try to plea deal with you, that's extortion. Not, and a judge can't even make a ruling on the bench. He's got a tribunal. He's got two judges behind him where he deliberates comes up with a ruling. And that's a, that's a crime. Uh, so, you know, if you can get evidence of that, you get them there. But uh, understand, you know, we got a, we got a, we got a, we got a nullification, a state nullification, where, for example, you know, the, the fugitive slave laws, Massachusetts refused to and made it a crime to even abide by Supreme Court law. And uh, in, uh, in that prompted Thomas Jefferson to write the Kentucky Revolution uh, resolution, which uh, basically stated, you know, you, you, your own welfare, your state welfare trumps anything else, and uh, it's been used, and uh, and marijuana has been used. In, uh, in the sanctuary cities, but the problem is, like Jan Brewer in Arizona, she got hit with a lawsuit. She just buckled. You know that you, you you're not going to try that in Texas because uh, you know we got some pretty strong characters with uh, with uh, Greg Abbott. He uh, he sued Obama about about 30 times and won the majority of the cases. You know, you and the bottom line is you got to fight these people, and uh, and, you're, and you don't use their laws. You got to switch into common law, like we we're reinstating our common law court. And there's a case where a guy got his car abducted and he was in prison. We are suing the uh, the, uh, the, the the police chief, the district attorney, and the arresting officer for kidnapping, uh, property theft. You know, this is how you fight back for them. And I yield. Well, and another thing, too, with us resisting, for the next person that's put in a predicament like this, we set the precedent of what's going to happen from here on in. If we are not allowed to fly a flag... You know, they, they let the anarchists burn American flags on the highway, on the overpasses. Exactly. You know, yes. um, it was, uh, I forgot what part of Connecticut, Antifa put a banner up with a ton of vulgarities against America, against Trump, you know, put the little Antifa sign. That delayed traffic, okay? That stopped traffic. When the, uh, when the anarchist burns the American flag on the overpass, he stops traffic. You know, we hold a flag where... A couple of people could see. They're saying we uh, we were stopping traffic. Traffic was stopped on the other side because that's how I-95 works. Lisa and I probably seen one car every 30 seconds, and we were there for three minutes. Then the state police and the local police showed up. Okay, and it, then it was hell in handbook right there, just like that. So if, if we don't fight cases like this, we're going to lose because this will be a national, how do you say, a law something, you know, where people have the right well, to take use a look. This just case. just in this one phone call, there's the case where you guys are flying the flags. I was mentioning how they came after us for passing out the flyers in, in just regular uh, Kansas. And then he, the other guy was on the phone with us. Uh, was it Dr. Hill? He was talking about um, you can't rally at, at Charlottesville and stuff. So if they take away our rights to rally and have public demonstrations, fly our flags publicly, and pass out flyers, I mean, what else are we even left with? I mean, don't get me wrong. There's still a giant list of stuff we can do. But the point is, like, why do we have to give up those big three right there? They, that doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Now, don't get me wrong. I do understand when you're a communist and you take over the country, you don't want citizens to be doing this kind of stuff because it leads to free thinking, which leads to a free people. But And they don't want that. But the point is, as a free people right now, 
why would we even allow them to say, hey, you can't do this or you can't do that? You can't tell me nothing. We are Americans. We have a God-given right and a constitutional right to back that up. Nobody can stop us except us. The question every single day comes down to, what do you want to do with your life, and are you going to be active? And if you choose yes and yes to both of those, that you're going to do something, then by all means, you're going to, you're going to ruffle some feathers because the world doesn't want to see that. But that doesn't mean that it gives us the excuse not to do it. No, absolutely not. We have to. This is what we have to do. Well, I agree with Travis on that. We have to do something, and that's, good. and that's the kind of thing that we are doing. You guys might want to get involved in some of these uh, different committees that I, I suggested that we, we put together. We had our first meeting last Wednesday at 5 o'clock, and this is about the, uh, uh, I guess you would call it like one person who's, who's putting it together who was really close to uh, running the whole organization. In fact, Billy Roper and I both thought that he'd be a good guy to, to lead it. It's like a cooperative advertising program that he wants to do. Now, I'm, I already got all the information ready. I'm taking my first cow to the slaughterhouse on February 19th. I'll have meat to sell from uh, White Pride Packers. Uh, that'll be sometime near the beginning of March. And I'll be able to, su to supply meat to our people for $6.30 a pound for free-range, grass-fed, 100% organic steaks, and that will be everything from hamburger all the way up to filet mignon. If uh, we may right. move it into the point where we can sell uh, steaks for a higher amount of money than hamburger, to make it easy for the initial run, it's easier for me to give everybody, let's say I had uh, 10 people that wanted 35 pounds of meat, I would give yeah. them an equal mix of hamburger steak and, you know, that kind yeah. of roast and so on. But that's up and ready to go. The appointment's made. The first cow is going up February 19th. Anybody wants to get involved in that, let me know. Making me hungry, Absolutely. Francis. Ah, yeah, I, I was mean, thinking the same thing, man. Absolutely. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> yeah. I know you were. I know you were, buddy. <laughs> I know you were. But and that's a good thing, too. Hey, look at that. Stepping out of the box like that. How many of these farmers are already doing this kind of stuff, yeah? You just by, and I love the name. I love that. Yeah, so, you know, if people would just do the same exact stuff, and that's the thing. You don't have two lives. We have one life. Yeah, the whole the movement, this is a culture, this is identity. This, you don't just have your business and then your family, and then your activism. You no, know, you have everything together. And when we start really just making everything locked together, and like, for instance, with him and his farming, that's part of the movement now. If we can get more people that are already doing this to be involved in the movement, and in that exact same way, think about how big this can get and how fast. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we can, all, I mean, we can, only, do, and we can only do United. That's the thing. We have to start uniting. You know, yeah. this, uh, this division well, that we have... I, I'm, you guys know. You guys know who who put this all together. His name is Russell. Yeah, and of course. If, okay, so you guys know him. And so I'm not suggesting that I deliver meat to Connecticut or Illinois. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. I'm suggesting that each each region set up their own distribution house. Absolutely. You, Absolutely. You know, if you go, if you see somebody that's a hunter, go up to him, ask him where the local slaughterhouse is. They're going to know. Go to a 4-H club meeting and ask who's yeah. raising, uh, you, you know, organic lamb or whatever kind of food product that you want. I also already made contact with a vegetable grower. 
I may distribute his stuff as well. But it all depends right. on how big my area of, of uh, distribution is, of how frequently I can make the run and still make it so it doesn't, so that it's a profitable venture. I'm going to make money on this. Everybody needs to make money. This young lady that just lost her job, you know, I think that we can set up a model that they can't touch. They're going to try and make laws against this. You can bet your ass because we cut out everybody. We we cut out the meat packers group. We know we know who owns all those meat packing houses. We cut we cut our food is going to be prepared by all white people every single step of the way from the time the cows turned out on the grass or he's born until the time the meat comes to your table. Everybody in Absolutely. that chain is white. Well, and at the heart of the cause, whether you're a nationalist, national socialist, whatever, it doesn't matter. At the heart of the cause, it's about self-preservation and self-sufficiency. Self-sufficiency is everything. I mean, that's what we want our laws to be based upon. We don't believe that the government needs to provide for somebody. We believe you can provide for yourself if we give you the options. You break their system. You break their system by getting outside of it and, and becoming self-sufficient. And they don't want you to do that because they know if you're not dependent upon them anymore, they don't have their hooks in you, and they, exactly. they, they're they afraid of that. So let's get outside the system you. and have our own system. Um, yep. Absolutely. Is there a button or? Okay, yep, that's exactly what we yeah, need to do. Like to, uh, like to take a second here and uh, <clears throat> thank everybody who is muting their microphone when they're not talking because uh, we get a lot of background noise from unmuted mics and then I am forced to to mute you <laughs> so yeah. uh, thank you thank you everybody for muting your mic when you're not talking and uh, to the uh, Kevin and Travis uh, extra thank you today for calling in hope you become regulars we, got we about, used to. Uh, we used to be. It's been too long, and we definitely work on that. Actually, it's been too long, and you guys do have a great audience. Actually, one of your audience is our most interactive audience. We do a lot of radio shows and stuff, but, yeah, you guys are the best. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. And, and if get got, to your uh, YouTube okay. channel, what do you put in? You put it like uh, White Lives Matter, YouTube, and then search for White Lives Matter? Is that how you would go about it? Um, yeah, yeah, you can type in White Lives Matter channel on YouTube. Unfortunately, um, the account we have up now, we're about to lose that one too. Uh, we have three accounts up right now. We'll lose them all by the end of the month. Um, so your best contact is just get a hold of me directly, uh, and we can get you guys in contact <laughs> with whatever we're doing. Or if you guys have got some great stuff going on too, so grab a pen and paper real quick uh, for those in the audience. Uh, my phone number is 478 268 Zero one seven four. One more time. That is four seven eight two six eight zero one seven four. They can kick us off of the media and uh, the social media sites and stuff like that. <clears throat> but if we start networking as a people together through our using our phones and contacting each other in person, they can't stop that. So, and if anybody's out there doing great works, I, we want to help too. Yeah. You know? Well, Absolutely. you know that's why I I would suggest that you guys do something like a political action committee. And so you can right. pick a, a number and have people that are involved in what you're doing. Let's say Rich and Russ. And, well, Russ is already in this other thing with the advertising, yeah. the advertising thing. 
And uh, But all you guys that are out there in this political action group should get in touch with each other and have your own conference call on the same network. And now Absolutely. Robert Richard can tell you how to set that up, and you can pick a night and a time and let all your people who are going to concentrate on your specific area talk without anybody else interfering. You don't, you don't need the people that are going to do, uh, like I said, the, uh, the, the food sharing programs or cow. Actually, this is going to be USDA certified beef that I'm going to be selling. We don't have to go through the cow share program anymore. It's actually going to be USDA certified so I can sell the meat. So you don't need to Absolutely. get involved in the details of that. You guys need to be able to bear down on your, you know, your... Right, little, right. Little it's, exactly. And if everybody and, focuses on all these different areas, we win as a whole. Absolutely, yeah. So whatever, guys, you can... We had six people on the call last Wednesday night. Uh, Kaczynski was on with us. So those six people, you, you can have a similar group that runs specifically in that area. And anybody can can help, they can get in touch with Richard or, or Kevin or, you know, or Travis. Yeah. And, and then you can give us an update on what's going on. And, and then during the daytime show, all these, I would say all these committee shows would go on at night, 7 o'clock, 5 o'clock. We switched ours to 5 and made it easier for some people. So they couldn't make it at 7. Yeah. So that would be my suggestion. And another thing that does, it takes away all of this kind of infighting thing. I mean, you can have guys doing the bannering uh, or involved in the, same, the, you know, the uh, goods and services delivery systems that are from different groups. It doesn't have to be all from the League of the South or all from Shield Ball. I'm not in either, exactly. either one as an active member, but I would work with Shield Ball or League of the South any day. Good, strong yeah, group. See, that's what I believe, too. Absolutely. A victory for any of them is still a victory for us. And even with, like, the the other movements, too, or, or branches of our movement, like the abortion and stuff like that, this is literally all part of our cause. So we need everybody to be winning. And that doesn't mean that we all have to focus on flyers or <clears throat> one set of activism. If we can do it all, that's the thing. Exactly. We have to get everybody to do what they want to do. And, see, that's the great thing about our movement. It's so encompassing. Literally, it doesn't matter. Like, there's some guys that they're only interested in weightlifting and stuff like that. But there's ways that you can make that benefit the cause. There's ways that that can still help everybody, no matter what your personal life is. There's a way that you can be involved. Exactly. Even even that, you know, a lot of people on the alt-right are, you know, disenchanted, let's say, with Jason Kessler. Jason Kessler is bringing a lawsuit against the city of Charlottesville. And if he wins, I mean, you know, even though he's not a white nationalist like we are, but if he wins that case, that's going to that's going to be a big upset, and that'll that'll be important for everybody. Yes, and that will be a case that we can all quote. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And Doctor Hill, you said you had a big bunch of legal problems. What what sort of things are they going after you for? Uh, well, we're we're involved in those lawsuits that have been filed by a number of uh, residents of Charlottesville against. Uh, every group and every uh, you know leader, individual leader, who participated in the uh, Unite the Right One rally there back in August of last year, uh, it's a civil suit and uh, it'll be tried next, uh, basically the whole month of July 2019. And 
all all the groups uh, that were there um, have been have been included in the suit, and they're they're suing uh, for uh, you know physical uh, injuries they claim they they received and emotional distress and you know all <laughs> kind of thing that snow <laughs> liberal snowflakes sue 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 for. And the thing is that that it's a jury trial and they'll probably have a very favorable jury, and um, you know it's. Uh, you know, something we'll be fighting for the next year, and then we got another another suit that we'll uh, have to deal with after that one that's brought on the same grounds. So we're going to be tied up in court probably for several years, and you know that's a very expensive proposition. They they hope to simply break us financially, but uh, I'm determined that we're going to survive this. Is are you working with Al? Just boring you? You know what I mean? It takes so long to get to the victory. People get bored and then they just don't go to court, or they, just, you know, they get busy with life. So that's true. Really, yeah, it's something you got to stay focused on because obviously, if we lose those rights, then we have nothing. That's right. Yeah, I mean, that's what they hope to do is wait you out and and uh, and break you in the process, and and we're we're not going to let that happen if we can help it at all. Absolutely. And and what what kind of uh, what are specifics, Doctor Hill? I mean, are they saying that you uh, caused somebody great duress or, you know, psychological problems? And well, that's, that's part of it. They're trying to show that this was a conspiracy, a conspiracy to come and, uh, and you know, commit violence and start a riot and, and all that kind of stuff. It's, it's basically uh, that we, we conspire to come up there and deprive people of their civil rights. It's, it's an old... It's that old uh, anti-Klan law, I think, that they're trying to pull out and use against us. And, uh, you know, they're, they're trying to prove a conspiracy. Uh, and, you know, they, they've subpoenaed uh, and, and gotten the judge to agree to have, uh, you know, everybody's cell phones and computers impounded and, and uh, scanned for information. So, you know, it, it's just a big unholy mess. Well, I know one thing with the uh, cell phone up there in Charlottesville is they have like a little set of lockers out before you go through the metal detector. And, it's, you know, like a post office box and all that. So you can open that up and you can put your phone in there and you got the key. And then you can go into the courtroom. Right. It, got, it was so bad in Chicago, you, you couldn't bring any electronic devices into the courtroom, except, of course, for the police or the, the attorneys, the prosecutor. They could bring whatever they want. Right, the elitists. Yeah, and we did our own legal research, so I needed my laptop to be able to punch in these very same statues that we're talking about and find out what the nitty-gritty of them was. Absolutely. And, and so that's that's one way. And Oh, you had to take your belt off. You couldn't even wear a belt. So <laughs> I don't know about suspenders, but, uh, you know, that's how ridiculous this is. We're, we're being, you know, we're being, like, tied down, like... Uh, You know, that has to be a tyrannical system. If they fear the people that much, you're not even allowed to have your belt. Time out. What What am I supposed to be doing with my belt? What did you not get caught for? Or what do you think I know that I'm going to use my belt? And, you you know, seriously, that's the thing. Like, their guilty conscience is very clear. They don't want us to have cell phones or stuff like that because we could be videotaping them and exposing how stupid some of their arguments are. You know, when the judge says these stupid outlandish things, we should be able to record that and be like, boom, look at this. Look at that. Can you believe he even said that dumb crap? You know, like, 
Seriously. But they don't want any of that in there because they know we the people actually can make a difference. The thing is, it's up to us whether we want to or not. But two, if you have your belt, he's assuming that's going to become a weapon. So what do you know? What do you do that you know for a fact if we knew everybody would want to give you poppins? Like, <laughs> what do you do? You need spankings, you know? Seriously. That's what it comes down to, though. That's why you can't have your belt in there. They know that people are supposed to be pissed off. They know that they've been doing stuff really, really corrupt. Yeah. I mean, here's, here's an article right here. It's, uh, they're calling White Power Rallies Permit Denied by the Stone Martin Mount Park. Yes. Yep, I was and, talking to the brothers that did that, too. We, in that, yep. too, because they didn't even riots in that. So now they're just saying, oh, no, you can't even have, you can't do it again. Like, why can't we do these every single year? For fun. We have Christmas and Easter. Why can't we have white pride rallies all the time? Yeah, and a lot of these things are cultural. <clears throat> they're taking down statues and monuments. So, like, why can't we enjoy every single year come to the same statues and monuments to celebrate them while we still have them? But, again, you know, we can't do any of that. I know. I do. We've, we've all experienced these, these downturns. And the unfortunate when an organization like the League of the South has passed that, then they, they're forced into hiring a lawyer. Uh, I don't know if they'd let you do it on your own. I don't, I don't know if they would allow it in Charlottesville to, to defend your own case. Now, Jason, yeah, I'm not sure of that stuff. either. Now, Jason's you know, in the sad work. part, too, they restrict how many of us can even become lawyers. There was a lot of us back in the day that used to be lawyers, and then, of course, they went after every single one of them. They either murdered them <laughs> or they made up false charges and got them arrested. You know, and now... The next generation of lawyers, I'm not sure where they're at, but like even those guys, they need to stand up and start helping people because without these, these court cases being successful in our defense, we're literally getting excluded from our own communities. Society is literally marking us down as homegrown domestic terrorists. What happened to God-fearing, loving patriots? Because we used to be called that. I got a, I got a question. Uh, if, if memory serves me right, that that abomination uh, known as the SPLC uh, actually got its start around a, a law firm with thousands of legal interns, volunteer interns, doing casework and doing all the legwork and, exactly. and that sort of thing. And, and, and I, I don't know why the hell we can't do that ourselves. Why can't we find... That at, le at least one one individual who has a law degree, and and yeah. and uh, surround surround that uh, law firm uh, with both our you know our our dependents and support. Just a question. Well, there is well, there is something like that, and it's been around for uh, probably two decades. It's up in uh, Black Mountain, North Carolina. It's called the Southern Legal Resource Center. Uh, my friend, uh, attorney Kirk Lyons, uh, is ahead of that, and they've been doing uh, good work on a shoestring budget for a long time. And uh, you check it out. I think they have a website. It's called the Southern Legal Resource Center, and they, they want to be kind of the counterweight to the Southern Poverty Law Center. Of course, they don't have the support of government or the support of big business or anything Correct. like that like the SPLC does, but they are there. And they do take cases uh, for uh, Southern nationalists, white nationalists, other people 
who who uh, who need these kind of legal services. Well, you know, they were reluctant to do anything with the uh, Tinley Park incident for us, but because uh, Kurt is more centered on uh, southern issues now. Yeah, southern that's heritage. that's right. Wow. Yes, it's so mainly he, southern southern issues that they've been centered on, but they are. Uh, you know they do come out of a white nationalist background, uh, yeah. so that they're they're worth supporting. Well, we're cutting into Don's time right now at ten oh seven here. Yeah, so, all right. Uh, so y'all Friday. Sign off. You got it, Doctor Hill. And, and thank uh, you for having us, guys. Hey, and I do apologize for not being back sooner. Yeah, like I said, oh, you guys are a great audience, and you guys run a great show. Thank you so much. All right, Travis. Good, Kevin. Yeah. Everybody, we're all signing off here now. Patrick, later, guys. There's another great show under our belt. <laughs> okay, everybody. Uh, thanks for uh, tuning in, and be sure to tell Kith and Ken out there about our show. The more, the more of us that come together, the more powerful we become.